Coming up, Orlando International Airport finds a new way to process international travelers. SeaWorld CEO Jim Atchison is doing well financially, despite negative press from the film Blackfish. And Disney vacations are featured prominently on the Discovery Channel program Destination America. Plus, Kevin Close and John Magi have their review of the Rainforest Cafe at Downtown Disney. All that coming up from the Bob Varley Studio here in Orlando, Florida. This is The Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode number 677 for the week of February 11th. 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello everyone and welcome to The Diz Unplugged, coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio here in Orlando, Florida. I am your host, Dustin West, joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi, Kevin Close, Teresa Eccles. Julie Martin. (laughs) And back in the production nook, we have our associate producers, Craig Williams and Sean Thompson. Well, hello, everyone. Again, I am Dustin West filling in this week for Pete Werner, who's a little bit under the weather this week. He's just uh, getting some much-needed rest. So uh, we hope that he feels better. And uh, we're going to keep on trucking this week. Keep on trucking? What are you from the 70s? I don't know. (laughs) We have a... (laughs) Teasing me about cool chick. (laughs) (laughs) Cool chick. She's a cool chick at her friend's wedding. Head cool chick. Right? Head cool chick. Yeah. Uh, we have a pretty uh, cool show. Stick around for the, the end of our show. We're going to be talking about the uh, new Festival of Fantasy Parade fashion show that went on uh, yesterday. Um, that was pretty interesting. So me and Sean are going to be uh, talking about that at the end of the show. But before we get to all that, plus our news and rapid fire, uh, I'm going to open it up to housekeeping for everybody at the table. If anybody has anything they want to share. I am housekeeping free. Really? I don't even do housekeeping at my house. Let's make some people. Julie, throw some housekeeping out there. What do you want me to talk about? That my dog died? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We are sorry to hear that. Well, no. But I would say thank you to everyone. You know, we had a lot of outpouring on Facebook and stuff of people saying they felt bad for us. And it was hard. It was a difficult decision. But I know that he's better off now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, we're sorry to hear that. But. At least I can joke about it now. Yeah. <laughs> Follow up on that, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how about your housekeeping? Yeah. I don't know. I fell to the ground and nobody helped. There's my housekeeping. But I'm here. I'm alive. Nothing's broken. Oh, it's like that commercial with that old lady. Yeah. <laughs> Help. Help me. I've fallen. And I can't get up. Yeah. Right. I got up. It wasn't pretty, though. It was. We should get you a life alert. <laughs> I know. I need one. As many times as I've gone down. Life. I want to make a little bubble outfit. Made out of bubbles. You, you know? want to be the bubble boy like on Seinfeld? <laughs> <laughs> Just for my legs, in case I'm, you know, something to protect my weak ankles, obviously. So anyway, <laughs> I'm done. Okay. Well, well, I have some housekeeping uh, for you guys. First of all, obviously, I want you guys to uh, check out our YouTube page. Uh, it's the Diz. Uh, it's uh, our username on YouTube is WDW Info. If you go to our show notes page, you'll see links to that. If you go uh, to the Diz website itself, uh, you'll see links to our YouTube channel WDW Info, and we have a lot of cool videos, including uh, one that we just uh, put up for um, 
the Festival of Fantasy uh, Parade Fashion Show. We also have a new um, anniversary edition of the uh, Roger Rabbit uh, spin attraction over at um, <laughs> Disneyland, narrated by Michael Bowling. I think that you'll find that pretty uh, fascinating. Some interesting moments in that. Um, so yeah. Uh, Check out our YouTube page and uh, keep up to date with everything that's going on with Disney. Uh, speaking of Michael Bowling and that side of the country, uh, I have some details on this upcoming week's Disneyland show. Um, in this week's Disneyland show, Michael Bowling celebrates the 1960 Winter Olympics. That's Walt's Olympics. And Mary Jo Mulatto Willie takes a day six drive to Santa Barbara. And... Um, Tom has added a note in what here. What does that mean? Yeah. yeah a day, a, six, a day drive. six drive. He, he put a little note in here. Uh, Disneyland has gotten rid of any tickets. The, the, Disneyland stopped selling any tickets over five days long. Um, so they only offer up to five-day tickets. So um, anything after the sixth day, uh, Tom is saying that he's coined this phrase and he hopes to copyright it soon. Okay. That anything <laughs> after that is a day six. Uh, whatever. Whatever, you know. And okay. so so Mary Jo is... Uh, so she's not taking six days to get where she's... No, no. Okay. She's, uh, he might want to work on this. Yeah, I'm still a little bit confused. <laughs> But if you want to check out the Disneyland version of the Diz Unplugged, you can go to DizUnplugged.com. Uh, you'll see a big, giant green icon that says Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition. Uh, you can listen to all their shows there. You can, of course, go over, uh, over to iTunes and subscribe. That's a separate feed from our show. And uh, subscribe online at iTunes for the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. And check out Tom Bell and Mary Jo and all those other guys that are putting together a wonderful show. Um, I want to mention some of our upcoming meets that are happening for Give Kids the World. And what is... Uh, nothing. Nothing. So, Your eyes are brown. Have Teresa is brown? so high. <laughs> I cannot believe. She is just on so flame retardant pills. <laughs> Every time I look at her, she's like spacing out. Grinning from ear to ear. Thinking about cheese. Turning I'm red. About cheese. I'm thinking about this guy in this poster. looks like Tom Bell. <laughs> Molly Hatchet. Like <laughs> <laughs> Is that his day six look? <laughs> okay, okay, you're okay? Doesn't it though? Yeah, Come it on, does. Judy Garland, finish up. Like it does like Tom Bell. Like Tom Bell. Uh, all right. <laughs> I wanted to mention some of our upcoming meets that are happening for Give Kids the World. Across the country, we have our North Texas meet, which is happening March 22nd. Uh, we have our New Jersey meet, which is happening April 25th through the 27th. Uh, all of this is in 2014, by the way. Uh, Harrisburg slash Hershey, Pennsylvania meet is happening uh, June 13th through the 15th. The Nova Scotia meet is happening August 8th through the 10th. And Indianapolis is happening September 6th. We also have a New England meet happening October uh, 3rd through the 5th. And there's an Arizona meet in the works for some time in October of this year. Delaware in November, too. Don't forget uh, Delaware. Okay. First weekend in November. I don't know the numbers. But. Okay. We will add that to our little list here, so I'll have it for next time. Thank you for reminding me of that. Uh, speaking of Give Kids the World, we actually got an email from a listener um, who is uh, talking about her experience with Give Kids the World um, as an international uh, person. She lives in Australia. So this, I'll, I'll just read what she's written here. Uh, this is from Mary from Melbourne, Australia. Hi, guys. Just thought I'd mention something I was able to do for Give Kids the World that others might like to know about as well. I live in Australia, so it's a tiny bit harder to do things for Give Kids the World. However, I saw their post 
Christmas email with their wish list of items, and it got me thinking. Most of the items on there were very common. I went onto Walmart.com and started filling a basket. Once I'd spent $50, I earned free postage, and it was actually quite fun shopping from their list online. And then super easy to have it delivered right to the village. Walmart accepts PayPal for payment. Uh, Example, international credit card is fine for that. So perhaps it seems rather obvious, but there are other Aussies and certainly lots of Brits and other internationals who could easily do the same thing. Thanks for your time. Mary. And she's Mary R1OZ on the board. So that's cool a idea. cool yeah, tip cool. for international folks that are looking to contribute to Give Kids the World. Or even here in this country. Yeah, for My sure. Yeah, absolutely. You can Have order stuff online. Right there. Imagine how much fun that must have been from to open that box. It's full of dingoes and koalas. <laughs> <laughs> Walmart sells those? I, I don't know. You've never been to the dingo section? <laughs> the Australian Walmart. I don't know what they have. I assume it's huge. <laughs> I was looking online. Uh, and, and just looking through some funny pictures. And there's, like, pictures of a Chinese Walmart. There's Walmarts in China that are very different from uh, American even Walmarts. Even Mexican Walmarts. Really? I've been you to Walmart too much in Mexico. Time on your hands. And uh, some of the photos, like, <laughs> in, their, in their meat department, they don't, like, refrigerate their meat. They just have it out like a, hanging up. like a butcher shop yeah. would. And, you know, obviously there's stuff like, you know, octopus and stuff like right. that. Apparently Walmart does their marketing research. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Walmart's all over the world, and you can use it to uh, donate to Give Kids the World. So pretty cool fun fact there. Yeah. If anybody doesn't have uh, any other I have a quick one. I just want to mention that if anybody ordered the Diz hashtag shirt, yeah. we just picked them up on Friday, and they look really good. So this week we'll be in the process of uh, packing them up and shipping them out to everybody. I saw your stack of orders before the show. That's There's a lot of orders, yeah. Fun process for you guys. So I'm it's sure. going to be a busy week, but they turned out really well. So. Yeah, I saw them. They're, they're amazing. That, that any, chance, any chance to have one with you? We can not hold right them. now. I do not. The, the Shoot, I should have mine. I should have worn it, but I already wore it this week. <laughs> the printing on the shirt is so nice. It's like it is. You can't feel the difference between the shirt and the actual print. Yeah, it's on like it. this unique thing they do with like water-based mm-hmm. ink that it actually becomes part of the fabric itself, and it doesn't just lay on top. I like so. that as opposed to something that feels like it's been an iron-on. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It becomes one with the fabric. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Very cool. Okay. Tries to see in trails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like. <laughs> she can smell colors. She can smell colors. <laughs> no, stop, I'm stop. fine. It's fine. It's all fine. good. It's all good. You're okay? Drink. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. That's what you need to do. Drink on top all the... <laughs> it's Dr. Pepper, right? It's, yes. Right? It's regular, <laughs> it's regular Dr. Okay. Pepper. If nobody else has any other housekeeping, which I don't think they do, I'd like to move on to John with the news. All right. Our first news story. Orlando Airport unveils new visa system for international travelers. Processing international travelers has always been a challenge for airports, but Orlando International Airport may have new technology to help resolve that issue. On February 7th, the airport announced passengers will be able to use new self-service biometric visa kiosks that will allow Orlando's arriving international passengers to complete U.S. Customs forms on touchscreens, have passports read, and fingerprints and facial imaging captured. Mm. The, quote, land-touch-go process will help expedite international travel's arrival experience and get them into Orlando to enjoy their vacations, which helps the region's $50 billion tourism and travel industry. Quote, reducing the time for arriving... Reducing the times for arrival processing enhances... You screwed up arrival, but got touch-based 
biometric visa systems okay? <laughs> Reducing the times for arrival processing enhances the customer's Orlando experience and makes Orlando an even more attractive global destination, said Frank something or other, chairman <laughs> of the Greater Orlando Aviation Authority. Uh, my first response to this is why can't they do this for non-international people? I think this is a, a cool little thing. I don't know how much... I like the whole uh, fingerprint and facial imaging thing, but to have a, a kiosk where you don't have to interact with people. This is going to make Orlando a more popular destination because they can. Right. It's not the theme parks. <laughs> it's because you can touch screen your visa. You put your visa on. Huh. I don't like the name. Land Touch Go. <laughs> Land Touch Go. Land <laughs> <Bad> Touch Airport. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't want to get. I didn't want to go there, but I thought someone might if we did it. I don't know. I think it's pretty. I think it's a great idea, and I hope what's happening is that you know we talked about we did the trusted traveler program. I hope that what's happening is that they're able to use technology to get people through airports faster now. You know, I understand that you, there's still concerns about safety and security, but anything you can speed up through an airport is always great. Yeah. Right, and this isn't necessarily. Um, I mean, they'd still have to go through security lines and all that right. stuff. So this isn't necessarily one of those issues. It just helps expedite, uh, expedite the process of having to go through a million different um, things as being an international travel with your visa and your passport and stuff like that. It also eliminates the fact that now you've got to, before you had to wait in line and talk to a person yeah. and do that whole thing. And that's, you know, a bottleneck area. The bad part is, is that we all know what happens when people are faced with technology who aren't used <laughs> to it, like my father. You know, I mean, that's well, it's like going in the supermarket and having the uh, self scanner things. You know, inevitably, there's going to be somebody that just throws their hands up. Don't do that. There's no reason to do that. They're renaming security, too. It's called Touch Group Depart. (laughs) (laughs) All right, there you go. Okay. Our second news story SeaWorld CEO sells 1,000 shares and rakes in millions. 100,000 shares. What did I say? 1,000? Yeah. 100,000 shares and rakes in millions. Half a million. SeaWorld Entertainment Company, Inc. Chief Executive Officer Jim Atchison is swimming in money and shares. (laughs) Atchison earned $3 million within a little over a month by selling 100,000 shares, reports the Orlando Sentinel. He sold 50,000 shares worth $32 per share last Monday netting him $1.6 million. Just a month prior, he sold another 50,000 shares for $29 each and pocketed $1.4 million. These are his shares, right? His personal shares. Uh, But selling some shares is not an issue for Atchison, who earned a base salary of $395,000 in 2012, plus a bonus of $389,000 and change. His bonus uh, is almost as big as his salary. He still holds 637,000 shares of the company's stock, which stacks up to $20.1 million. The high salary shouldn't come as a surprise, though, despite Cyril's trouble due to the controversial Blackfish documentary film and pressure from petitioners against the captivity of orca whales. The theme park's revenue for 2013 was $1.46 billion, a record year. That's amazing to me that they're having a record year um, after all this. You know, in a way, I mean, I understand they are getting publicity from... It's a car wreck. People want to go see what's going right, on. Right, exactly. But I wonder what... I don't even think it's that. I mean, I don't I think, think it's a, a lot of people don't have any clue what, yeah, what this is about. I don't, think yeah. it's a, I don't think it's something that 
is because of this is going on, let me go to SeaWorld. You think it's I just, think it's more of we're going to go to SeaWorld. It's part of our vacation. We're going to go do it. Why do, we care, why do we care if he sold his shares? <laughs> it's just an interesting story that he's earned. Well, I'm just, you know, I mean, I didn't know if there was some something shady going on there that they're his shares, if sold, right? If he sold all of his shares, then I would say, whoa, something's, something's up. up. Yeah. 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 Okay. He's got a lot. Uh, he must have been clued into something, though, knowing that he could get a pretty penny for those Ooh, things. I can't do that. He's in a, that's Martha Stewarting. You can't, uh, yeah. yeah, you can't use Martha insider information. Can't use insider information. <laughs> you can learn to knit. I verb. just think. <laughs> I just think with that many shares, he just decided let me take some money. She's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just want you to know. I'm glad that's what you got from that story. All right, and our final okay. news story. Disney Week premieres on Destination America beginning Monday, March 3rd. For the second year, Destination America's Disney Week peeks behind the scenes of the magical, wonderful world of Disney theme parks, resorts, and cruise ships. Traveling from the original Disneyland theme park to the shipyards of Spain to witness the newest version of the Disney cruise ships, Destination America present, prevent, excuse me, presents a week-long celebration of Disney's Vacation Kingdom handing audiences an all-access pass to America's favorite vacation destinations, heart-pounding thrill rides, and innovative attractions. As you can tell, I'm reading this from a press release. (laughs) You can tune into Destination America's Disney Week from Monday, March 3rd through Friday, March 7th, beginning nightly at 8 p.m. on the Discovery Network. Is this some new programming, or is this something that's pulled in from something else? Because there's always Disney shows on TV. I believe that they are building this as new, okay. full programming and full episodes. Cool, you're yeah. talking about the newest cruise ships and all. I'm going, okay, well, that sounds like something that came out. Walt Disney World Parks <laughs> and Resorts premieres Monday, March 3rd. This is a one-hour special, and viewers will have a chance to take an exclusive tour of the Walt Disney World Resort Hotels, each with a special story, discover backstories and history. Uh, March 4th is Disney Cruise Line, Magic Reimagined. So that will be a focus on... Uh, the Disney Magic and its enhancements. Oh, okay. March Wednesday, March fifth is Walt Disney World Resort behind the scenes. Get an unprecedented look behind the scenes at Walt Disney World Resort, uh, where four theme parks, two water parks, more than two dozen themed resorts, and endless entertainment offerings keep fans and families coming back year after year. Thursday, March sixth, the Disneyland Resort behind the scenes. Same stuff, just over there. And Friday, March 7th, Undiscovered Disney Parks. Hmm. Uh, think you know Disney. Think again. Behind the theme parks, life-size characters, souvenirs. Disney parks can make your vacation magical, even off the beaten path. So it might be some rehashed information yeah. folded into it, but some of it sounds new, especially when it focuses on the magic. I I always love this kind of stuff uh, that ends up being like on the History Channel, Discovery Channel, Travel Channel. I, and I know the people on the boards go absolutely crazy uh, for these kind of television programs. Uh, one of my favorite that they ever did was in around 2005 or 2006, uh, I think it was History Channel did Modern Marvels uh, on Disney on Disney World. And, you know, they talked about Expedition Everest and um, some of the other uh, newer attractions, Soren and stuff like that, and got behind like the mechanics of how it all works. Oh my gosh! Or doesn't modern yeah. marvels can either be fascinating or absolutely dull as dirt. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Like we watched one one time, you know, we, about the building of the Hoover Dam, mm-hmm. and we're, it was fascinating. The next week was about Greece, <laughs> not the country, not the musical, but Greece. The stuff that comes from fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> 
probably enjoyed that though. Uh, it just know, wasn't your thing. Wasn't your thing. The thing about shows like this is when we didn't live here, this is we couldn't wait for oh, stuff yeah. like this yeah. to come on TV. And, you know, this is you know Gives you're you a link Disney, to Disney. Yeah. When you're far away, so I think people will eat it up. I will definitely be setting my DVR for this. There's no question about it. I think it's going to be interesting to see, like Teresa said, is there going to be new stuff, new information right. out there, or is it just going to be the same old stuff? The other question becomes, too, is uh, is it going to be one giant commercial for Disney? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Usually they are. You know, um, Destination America, what? That's a show. What channel is it on? It's a series Discovery. on Discovery. Discovery. Okay. It's yeah. on the title. Destination. They want you to go there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, cool. Maybe I'll go to Disney one day. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll watch it and go Maybe one I'll day. Maybe I'll watch it. People in the chat room are wondering why we're not talking about push leaving. The talking that, garbage. That's um, coming later. I believe that's someone's rapid fire. I, yep. believe. I screwed it up, didn't I? You did. Yeah. You jumped the gun there. Why I didn't believe push was newsworthy. Yeah, Let's I don't know if that's it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we'll be we'll be talking about that later. But yeah, I'll definitely be checking this out. All right, for sure. Yeah, okay, so buy, write a book report and come back and tell us. I will. Excellent. I will. How many pages? I don't care. Okay. I want a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, John. You're welcome. That'll for do news. for the news. All right, and we are going to go on to uh, rapid fire, and I have John as you're going first. Me first. Here. Me first. Yeah. Uh, new discounted package at Walt <laughs> Disney World. Get your digital vacation photos free with a Walt Disney World vaca- uh, vacation package. The discount is available for stays August 15th through September 30th, 2014. And um, book a Magic Your Way package with tickets at select Disney World resorts and receive Memory Maker for free. Memory Maker links all photos taken by a PhotoPass photographer. Select dining and attraction photos. Blah, blah, blah. Puts it on your My Disney experience. Here's the interesting part about this. It's not just the Memory Maker is free is the discount. Uh, Dreams agents have been finding they're actually saving clients money by moving them into this package. Some substantially, several hundred dollars. So it might be something to think about where you might say to yourself, oh, who cares? You know, I don't want that. I'd never use that. It might be worth checking it out to see if the discount helps uh, get your price down on a current package that you have. I would love if I got all the PhotoPass photos for free. It's a $200 value. And you think about... How I won't. Many? I've never bought a PhotoPass photo because they're so expensive. expensive yep. Can anybody help me? Because I'm a little confused about how PhotoPass has gone over the last year. Can anybody help me understand what the new system is? There's Memory Maker. There's also PhotoPass Plus. Does anybody know the distinction? Nobody I mean, knows. Not even Disney knows. It's it, just, it, it's so bizarre. It's just all about how you can now package everything together. As a and and what Disney wants you to do now is they want you to buy it in advance. Yeah. Pre-purchase it so that it's not the type of thing where you have to make that decision at the time. And okay, Julie says it's too expensive. I don't want to buy my my photos. They want you to go in advance and say I want to buy this so that you, they know it's prepaid and you're going to do it. Okay. I, I don't know if that explains it or not, but that's basically yeah. the whole idea here. It's it's different than how it used to be in that you just go and you pay for it later. Um, and not only like that, but it was kind of sort of the one you hand you get a little paper pass and you hand it to the yeah. photo guy. Now it's on your magic bands, and it's now all the pictures you take, including if you go to like Cinderella's <laughs> Breakfast of Champions or whatever that's called. <laughs> and just to chime in, PhotoPass right. Plus isn't a thing anymore. Okay, Memory Maker replaced that, so that's the okay. new name. Okay, yeah, 
That's so you do know something about it, and you just a little bit quietly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Sean likes to wait and see what I say. Yeah, and see if I got it right. <laughs> that's so cute, John, but that's not what it is. <laughs> I don't do that. Well, that's pretty cool that they're they're doing that for free, and that you are finding that oddly enough, you're finding other discounts in the mix. Which is really great. Yeah. I mean, you know, because I think a lot of people might not look at this package seriously yeah. and say, who cares? But so give it a try. The only other thing I would say is that um, depending on how popular this package is, it may impede free dining. So that's something mm. we have to watch out for, too. Okay. Great. Well, thank you, John. You're welcome. Kevin? To the person in the chat room, you might want to adjust your computer. I am the only person at the table wearing clear plastic frames, and these are just my glasses. <laughs> my rapid fire is okay. that we have... the jihad against somebody. <laughs> no. Why is everybody at the table wearing clear plastic glasses? Oh. I'm Look not... around. Okay, hang on. I can put my shades on if you want. <laughs> there you go. See, I'm the wow. only one. Uh, my rapid fire is at one point we were sold out for our July backstage magic trip due to some unfortunate cancellations. We do have some spaces available. People found out Teresa was going. I knew that would come out. <laughs> she won't be high on the backstage magic trip. <laughs> you don't trip. know that. <laughs> yeah, I might fall off a curb in California. So, there are sp- there, if you're interested, Kevin at Dreams Unlimited Travel, we do have a couple of spaces left if you'd like to travel with Kathy and Teresa and a whole bunch of other cool people. Let me know. Great. Thank you, Kevin. Teresa? I'm, I'm excited about yours, actually. Okay. okay. <laughs> Can I read it like this? <laughs> Port Canaveral Seafood Festival. Authentic local seafood. Thursday is the fifth. type really big? Is that why you need that big piece of paper? No, this is just... It's like when they bring it's around... It's a flyer they brought yeah. around to the yeah. Welcome Center. I it was like I, Aerial 64. To, no. Yes, font. it's like... Thursday, February 27th to Sunday, March 2nd. Local seafood Saturday and Sunday in the Cove at Port Canaveral. Adults $10 per day in advance. $12 at the gate. Free parking. Kids 12 and under free. Free tickets when staying at local Space Coast hotels. Friday, February 28th, 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. Five hours of the best country bands. Oh boy! I don't know who that. that old Southern Southern Moonshine Revival. (laughs) (laughs) The heck that is. That's a Saturday name, guys. (laughs) Saturday, March first, ten a.m. to eleven p.m. Molly Hatchet with featuring Tom Bell (laughs) and twelve hours of the hottest rock bands. Sunday, March second, we're going to take it down a notch and we're going to do eight hours of Central Florida's best gospel bands. Cool. There's a bunch of guys. There's something for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. country it, rock. You know it's a party gospel. when Molly Hatchet is performing from 10 a.m. to 11. Yeah. Just say, Live entertainment, carnival rides, arts and craft, vendors, blessing of the fleet, seafood processing plant tours. I, 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 don't, I don't get that. Live demonstrations of. What? I'm not sure. <laughs> Kids Fun Zone and more. Deheading fish? Oh. Yeah, yeah, live presentations. I, I like, want to be there for the blessing of the fleet. That, that's fun. <laughs> the blessing of the fleet. What is that? Is it's, that like the blessing of the ships? Like the fishermen, right? I, the blessing a, of the a fleet. fleet is a fleet of ships, right? A fleet, but whose fleet is it? Is it well, just sure. every maybe boat that happens to float by? Well, maybe or they're what? blessing like all the local fishermen. It's a local seafood industry. Okay. Well, honestly, I... <laughs> Whatever. I I would honestly be kind of interested to do the um, the tour of the processing seafood processing plant tour. Yeah, I'd be interested to see how they. I want to see what the live it probably smells are. horrendous. All I know yeah. is come early and be prepared to wait on 
the highway because that highway in front of the Welcome Center is jam packed. Something like this. The is Welcome going Center on. will be open those days, right? It will yeah. be. Yes. Did you say how much it was? Um, twelve, ten dollars in advance, twelve dollars at the gate, free parking, kids under twelve free. If you're staying at a local Space Coast hotel, tickets are free. And remind me exactly where it is again. The Cove, Port Canaveral. Well, I in got the- that. <laughs> in the Cove. She slow talked you. I know. <laughs> Port Maybe Canaveral. How about you just check out portcanaverelseafoodfestival.com. Oh, there you go. go. Show notes page. And yeah. Go Amusement to- rides. So there's going to be like... And arts and crafts. Well, I want to see the, the Southern Revival. <laughs> That's Friday. Yeah. Old Southern, Old Southern Moonshine, Moonshine Revival. Revival. It doesn't get much better than that. It's That kind of looks like Jimmy Fallon in a scarf. But Okay, anyway. Okay. That's my rapid fire. Well, th- thank you, Teresa. That was interesting. <laughs> and uh, Julie, you have something similar. Yes, I do. Except mine is the Downtown Food and Wine Festival here in Orlando. And it's taking place next weekend, Saturday, February 22nd, and Sunday, February 23rd. No moonshine? Um, on Saturday, it's from noon to 9. And on Sunday, it's from noon to 7. It's at Lake Eola. They closed down a section of Robinson Street. And that's where all your vendors are. So um, if you want to go on just one of the days, either Saturday or Sunday, in advance, it's 15 if you buy the day of, it's twenty. Um, a two-day general admission ticket is twenty dollars, and it's only available online. So if you plan to go both days, go to the website, and um, which is or, which is downtownfoodandwinefest.com, by the way. <laughs> so, is there also in addition to the to the admission fee? Is there uh, you pay what you eat, or do you get? I'm getting there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was scolded. Um. <laughs> It's kind of like push. <laughs> food tickets are available at the festival for $2 each. Um, and then your food and wine offerings range anywhere from one to four tickets. So, And then you can also do the Ultimate Fest Experience, which is 100 bucks. Okay. It's online only. And you can only do either Saturday or Sunday, not both days. But you'll get VIP parking, um, your admission for the day, $40 in food and beverage tickets. You get access to the side stage of the Cadillac Pavilion. It's on the side of the stage where all the performers are. And they have like appetizers and things like that light fair who's performing though i already i'm know. gonna get Go there ahead. i know it is and then <laughs> um they have a private wine and beer bar your tickets are required though and you also get a commemorative festival glass so there will be 35 of the area's top restaurants um there with over 100 menu items 12 different wine stations and two days of live entertainment i've only heard of one of these bands Okay. Orange Ave. It's isn't it? No. Orange Ave, Simulcast, Matt Shank, The Mud Flappers, Matt Nathanson, Dominic Gaudius, Derek and the Slammers, Selwyn Birchwood, and Three Dog Night. (laughs) Three Dog Night. That's been all over the radio. I know. Yeah. That's exciting. I would go to see them. Yeah. That is the the first concert I ever saw in my entire life. Was it really? And they're performing. We saw them at Saratoga Performing Arts Center. It was 1970, I think. Wow. That's where I got to see the Dirty Little River Band. Yeah. I, so. I'm really excited about this. Is that this. different than the Little River Band? Oh, maybe that's not dirty. I was combining two different bands. <laughs> it's just the Little River Band. <laughs> it's the Dirty <laughs> Little River Band. <laughs> <laughs> Cover band. That's dirty. <laughs> dirty. Well, maybe they changed. <laughs> the dirty Little River Band. <laughs> they did look dirty, by the way. <laughs> they always did. <laughs> I oh. called my dad. He was a fan of them. So, <laughs> Corey and I—we have done this in the past with the kids. It is family friendly. I mean, they yeah. love the music, dancing in the stage. So, 
it's a fun time if you're if you're local go out and do it and if you're here on vacation and you're looking for something local to do it's not hard to get to Lake Eola it's a day six kind of adventure day six (laughs) (laughs) dirty little river man (laughs) I'm excited about this I just moved a little bit closer to the downtown area so I can ride my bike or walk over there that'd be fun ride your bike oh Oh, my god oh my god don't drink and bike that is so cute so cute little banana seed Swing by and pick me up. I'll ride my bike too. Okay, great. Yeah. Do you Teresa have a, lives a little further her, away from downtown, by the do way. Do you have the beach cruiser thing? I have a little red bike with a wicker basket. It's really cool. <laughs> it's got white wall tires. It's, it's cool. It sounds like Maybe a beach she'll cruiser. Give you her it's got a little retardant pill. Yeah. <laughs> and she'll dress her cat up as ET and take yeah. flight. Yeah, Costco fits <laughs> in the basket. <laughs> Barely. So, okay. Cool. cool. Thank you, Julie. <laughs> Much appreciated. I have a rapid fire. Um, Mine's pretty quick. Uh, The My Disney Experience app is going to be experiencing an update. um, And you're going to be able to uh, see your plans from the home screen uh, of the of the website now in this new version. They're also going to be updating uh, the Android app. So uh, just with with all the new things that they're they're doing with uh, my Disney Experience and FastPass Plus, it's time for an update um, for that app. So just keep an eye out on your App Store auto updates um, for the My Disney Experience. That's my rapid fire. Pretty simple. Cool. Sean, I know you have something interesting that Kevin was hinting at earlier. I do. Yeah. So I have two actually. Um, the Japanese candy lady, whose name is Candy Mayuki. Um, this is a little bit dated, but she is no longer doing candy art in uh, Epcot's Japan Pavilion. She ended in November, actually. Oh. She's retired from the art of making candy. Okay. At least her in Epcot. Her hands probably hurt. Well, <laughs> there's actually a funny quote. Uh, I'm reading her Wikipedia biography. And so she, one of her quotes, she has a daughter, and someone asked her if she wants to teach her daughter the art of making this Japanese candy. And her quote was, no, she cries because her hands hurt. <laughs> <laughs> What was her name again? Candy, Candy Mayuki. Candy Mayuki. See, now that seems like a missed opportunity. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be Yum Yum? That's what I would have called myself. <laughs> yum Yum. Pretty yeah. literal adaptation. What for is name. the chances that she would grow up to make candy? Yeah. <laughs> what are the odds? What's she going to do now? Well, it was either that or drag queen. She's <laughs> she's very well known actually. She's been on the Rosie O'Donnell show in 2001. Do you remember the that Ronald talk? McDonald show? The Rosie Rose O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> you don't remember that McDonald's talk show? <laughs> So there was Grim- we interviewed Bozo the Clown, Grimace and the Hamburglar. Yeah, Grimace is off to the side cracking jokes like Andy oh Richter. Um, no, okay. I, I'm sure she's very successful. I mean, she's one of the only one of the only few in the world that can do this. Right? Actually, you- Bob loved. It. He did. He Bob loved. It's her. beautiful. Yeah. Talked about it every year. Well, what does she? I don't know. I'm not aware of this. She woman. used to take. I'm sorry. She used to take spun sugar or or liquid sugar, and she would create quite elaborate things art. and give them that art. Sculptures, yeah, like sculptures, animals, and stuff like that. Usually oh. on a stick. Yep. Yeah, while it was art still... on a stick. Yep. While it was that still... Kind of, yeah, yeah. It was still kind of molten if candy you didn't feel bad that for she formed into yeah. different uh, images. Her hands hurt from the blister. <laughs> it does hurt. I've made candy before. Okay. <laughs> and her daughter cries. Her, her daughter, daughter cries. cries. <laughs> well, wasn't there a thing about, like, she's one of the, like you said, the few people in the world that It's can kind of it? a lost art, so that's yeah. why they were asking I'm her surprised question, she's yeah. not passing it down. But you got that from Wikipedia? So well, it's believable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Candy Mayuki was a stage name, we're told. Oh, that wasn't her real oh, name? Oh, it can't be her real name. Oh, it's... Her yum yum. Kristen. Kristen. You need to Rose. take it over, John. You can be I, yum yum. She's from Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> 
candy making capital of the world. Uh, That's right. Gosh. Well, it's, wow. it's, I mean, that has been there for years and years. Yeah, so it was always kind of an institution. So yeah. why are we looking at the trash can if we're talking about Anyway, all right, all right. Candy? So that was part one. Part two is that Push, the talking trash can from Tomorrowland, um, has been in the news a lot this past week. And at the beginning of last week, it was rumored that it was going away. Um, and so there was kind of this online campaign to save Push. And then on February 7th, Jason Garcia, actually, who's been on the show, he works for the Orlando Sentinel, he talked to Disney and they said that they tra- Push the Trash Can is not going anywhere. So they gave him a quote saying that Push is fine. Wow. There's, no, no, there's no risk. Then two days later, this weekend, it came out that on the Hub, which is the cast members' information portal, um, they were instructed that Push is no longer in the park as of February 9th. That, and it gave- Push got canned. Push. Oh, you were waiting. Which on has that. been used a thousand times, but we'll laugh politely anyway. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, Why are you signed his check. <laughs> anyway, so uh, it also listed kind of a bunch of responses that you're supposed to say if guests ask for a push. Um, we have other offerings. Go watch the Incredibles dance party over in tomorrow because that compares. Look, there are thousands of trash cans that don't move. Yeah. What did Push do wrong? Did Push do something no, wrong? No, so here's what fired? happened. Uh, there were contract negotiations with the guy that created the technology of the moving trash can. Um, so evidently he something... He was the only one that could... He invented the wheel? Is that... He's the only one that could do... I think it was, you know, the whole thing, the kind of speaker mechanism, the... There's yeah. a lot of onlys in Walt Disney I think I'm the only person making. who's not upset about this, I, and I'm sure that people are going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe Julie doesn't like Push, but it's not that I don't like him, I wow, just don't care. your veins stood out in your neck. I just <laughs> could care less. <laughs> I know I felt about it, too. See? There was a I'm lot so of tweeting going one. on about it, and I thought, I didn't know it was still there. I just thought it was hard to try to get your trash How in the trash can when he was moving around. <laughs> How many people here have actually experienced push? Yeah. Oh, I've experienced yeah. all of us. Personal yeah. experience. With oh, you've never yeah. seen him. We stood there and watched it one day. <laughs> Wasn't that the moving vine person? Oh, we watched That's, that too. She was leaning on the can and the can moved. <laughs> <laughs> But well, anyway, how long has he been there? He's probably years, old. Since years, for yeah. years. I mean, since the 90s. But the latest rumor is that the reason Disney didn't try so hard to renew his contract is because they might try to make their own version. That's completely rumor. Um, but that's kind of the latest it's talk is that they're going to try to redo it. Well, yeah. yeah. There is actually. Wally they have Wally. Is, oh, is there? Where's he? In, uh, Paris. I thought, I thought it was Hong Kong. Well, well he's yeah. not here, though. No, he was in Paris when we were there last or well, he, October. He's if anybody can do it, Disney can do it. I'm, honestly, I didn't know that they didn't do it to begin with. I didn't realize it was a, a third-party guy that uh, yeah. had the invention so for that. Push is going to be walking the streets looking for a job. It is one of those that things. Would be funny. It is one of those things that's not you know in the park map or in the brochures. It was it, just a nice little detail know, that was fun a, when you stumbled upon it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's uh it it doesn't like you said it doesn't seem like Disney is doing this just because of like budget cuts or whatever uh or you know we just want to take something away. Cuz they don't want to pay that guy. Yeah, it's cuz <laughs> budget cuts well, basically. That's kind of another can. That's kind of another part of the story. Some people think that the this guy who was in contract negotiations kind of pushed this whole social um campaign. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Uh, he was kind of pushing this online for people to kind of stand out and show Disney how much in demand he was. So there's a kind of a little weirdness there. Some people think that he was behind this whole social thing. So it's kind of like the Flappy Bird uh, incident in that take it away, get publicity, make it better. Exactly. Get more recognition. I don't know if that's the case or not, but that's the rumor. Who has a Flappy Bird? What's the Flappy Bird incident? There was a Flappy Bird at the parks? Wasn't it a video game? Oh, God. Yeah, Flappy Bird is is a video game for... um, Is that Angry Birds? It's kind of like that. It's on a knockoff. Yeah, it's on mobile devices. So you tap the screen and the bird goes up and down with the the gravity and you have to avoid different um, obstacles. Plumbing pipes. 
Yeah. They look like Mario pipes. Um, and now, if you sell your mobile device, if you have it on your phone, there was one online on eBay that was up to $80,000. Oh, yeah. Because now it's in demand. He's taken the he's taking the game off the stores, and he's gotten. I'm pretty sure you can buy push for that much money. <laughs> yeah, so I'll be interested to see what happens uh, with push in the future. Hopefully, hopefully they're not throwing them out. Hopefully they're storing them in the back. Oh, there. Good lord, all the jokes. Not throwing them out. Oh, see all the picketing out front. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to Sea World. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, thank you, Sean. Yep. Uh, that'll do it for our rapid fire. Now, before we... Uh, Wait, what about, what about Craig? Craig? No, uh, Craig doesn't have anything this week. So oh. Don't worry, I always look forward he's to Craig. Su- uh, me too. Craig's, he's super silent this week. Well, Craig's a little busy. He's got... He's got um, but he's he okay? such, such a storyteller. Is he okay? I'm worried about him. He's a storyteller. Is he okay, Sean? I think he's okay. I'm right here. I'll <laughs> 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 make sure you're okay. Uh, before we... Uh, we couldn't lose Craig in the same week we lost Push. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody's. I have to say, people in chat are worried about you driving home, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go grocery shopping before I go home. Oh, so that's, that's fun, public. Are yeah. you going to be okay? I'm fine. Okay. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm fine. <laughs> yep. I'm cool. just kidding. Okay. We'll do a little driving test out in the yeah, driveway we'll before you leave. She, that's what they all say. She just had a little accident. It's okay. It's good. I'm good. It's okay. I'm good. All right. So before we wrap up the show, I do want to talk about uh, an experience that uh, me and Sean uh, had yesterday, which was over at the Magic Kingdom, um, the Festival of Fantasy Parade fashion show for uh, uh, in the spirit of Fashion Week, as it is. And Bryant Park. And, and Bryant Park yep. Fashion Week. Uh, uh, Disney uh, Creative um, put together a, a fashion show for the press to show off some of their new floats and costumes for the uh, Festival of Fantasy Parade coming this March. So uh, we have a video of it. Uh, let's, let's run the video, and then we'll, we'll talk about that afterwards. Roll that tape. Roll that tape, Craig. <laughs> okay, so that was uh, <laughs> just a portion of our experience at the Festival of Fantasy uh, fashion show that they had for us yesterday. I texted my brother um, yesterday, and, and I sent him a link to our blog that we did and the video and everything. And, and, I, and I told him, I said, uh, if you'd like to see one of the more bizarre uh, press events I've ever been to, please check this out. And, uh, you know, he thought it was pretty interesting. It was bizarre, but in a good way. Yeah. The commentary. The costumes are beautiful. Oh, I loved seeing the costumes and the floats. I just mean the the bizarre aspect was definitely the commentary because it was so over the top cheesy, but funny, but weird. You know, like. I've been excited by. I've created new vocabulary for myself when I describe things. Now I'm going to say playfulness more often and kinetic energy. Everything has a kinetic energy. Yeah. You're going to work that into your conversation? I think so. I think so. Playful should be easy. Playfulness. (laughs) (laughs) That one one existed before. Kinetic energy. (laughs) That's not yours. I want to work playfulness into the dining review. Okay. Okay. We can do that. Okay. I love a challenge. (laughs) Um, But... What did the floats look like? Did you guys get to see floats that day, or was it just... Yeah, we did get to see three of the floats. Um, We got to see the uh, Little Mermaid float, which was... um, With Drunk Sebastian? With Drunk Sebastian, yeah. So it's a shell. He does look weird. His eyes are halfway closed. He looked drugged. What was that But he's like um, leading uh, a cart with uh, two fish that are leading, whatever, driving the cart. That's the shell he rides in on whenever they're having their performance where Ariel's not there. Right, Yeah, she's busy with the dinglehopper. And then... (laughs) 
<laughs> so, oh, that was going to be painful. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was the Little Mermaid one. Then we saw the huge Peter Pan one, which oh. is actually um, Skull Rock with a rainbow kind of going to a, like a little oh, uh, flower patch. I noticed that in the video. And then Captain Hook's ship is on top. And it, it looks, looks really fantastic. Neat. And yeah. the anchor on the bottom swings like a pendulum. I think, what right? It heck? does, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's a level of danger. Yeah, All these words exist. <laughs> Where's Peter Pan? Did he have a little punk outfit too? We didn't see Peter Pan. We didn't get to see many of the uh, main characters. Yeah. We only oh. got to see oh, kind of they're like holding the, us back. Yeah, the Peter Pan float's going to have the Lost Boys. It's going to have Captain Hook and Peter Pan and Smee, I believe. I think Tinkerbell's going to be at the end on the flower patch. Mm-hmm. Um, the flower patch. There yeah, the Lost Boys. They're going to be running around, kind of doing their streetmosphere, whatever. Right. With their hula hoops. Yeah. The Lost Boys were really cool. They had a real kinetic energy about them because they were. Stop. Well, no, I'm being serious though. They they were they were high energy and they were running around and they were inspired. You could tell by the news. He's kind of that turn of the century paper boy kind of thing, uh, which is a you know right around the same time that Peter Pan would have actually taken place. Jetsons. And it was it was really cool, really cool uh, costumes for that, and a a really cool Peter Pan float. What was the last float that Uh, we saw? The last one that we saw was actually going to be the lead float for the parade. Um, It's it's the big hot air balloon one with the characters from Fantasia around it. I heard mixed things about who was actually going to be in this one. If it was going to be Mickey and Minnie, right? I think that's who it was. but either way, it's going to be pretty cool leading lead for the trade. It has the big mirrored castles on it. <laughs> we didn't get to see that one because we've seen it already. So. Well, what are they saying? Seven or nine floats? I can't remember. I don't remember the exact number. Something There's like going to be a lot. But I, Kevin, honestly, we've been joking about that. I would be really surprised <laughs> if they incorporated that into I, I don't all think of they this. Will. It, would, it doesn't fit the normal kind of yeah. theme and design of the rest of the floats. I wouldn't put it past them. I was just gonna say, <laughs> but you have uh, far more faith in them than I do. I would be surprised. I don't. I, it would not fit in this theme unless they completely retrofitted it. Yeah. To one of to the big the things theme. is actually the the first uh, performers that we saw the Swan Courts. They're the ones that were doing kind of the fancy arm, the arm movements. Yeah. They're going to go with the Princess Garden mm-hmm. float. Yeah. And the big thing about that is it's going to be the prey debut of Anna and Elsa from Frozen. Right. What are these dudes Lord. doing in the picture here? What's going on? They are like <laughs> punching each other and like shaking each other's hands. Kind they of were like play sure fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can still see the bulge even in the shadow. <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> there were some mere shadow of the bulge. There was a photo we had on Twitter that featured one of these characters that became quite popular. <clears throat> yeah, uh, it was the most popular picture on Twitter. I'm that sorry, but why? I don't understand why he's not wearing the leather skirt too. Yeah, he needs his. I tutu. mean, little kids Tutus. are like as little tall tutu. as his waist. Mommy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, this is gonna scare some little children. <laughs> John is so John, uncomfortable. Come on. Come on, John. Like the first one to We're throwing him out there, honey. Come I on. Refuse. We are pitching balls here. <laughs> and there it is. Thank you for listening to the show. <laughs> pitching balls that you can it. hit. He's not swinging. We're going to leave your balls alone. Uh, and oh we are not going to continue that conversation. Um, what were uh, the surprise characters that they brought out for us at that press event that I don't think anybody expected were the two uh, from Sleeping Beauty. Well, we had uh, seen a concept art of the Raven before, so we okay. knew kind of a little bit about that one. But the big one that no one really knew was the Thorn Stiltwalker, which is kind of like Divine. So it's this person on a, a huge, huge stilts, and then he's got like these kind of arm. It's a man, things. right? It is a man. I believe it. Was, I believe yeah. we didn't see proof, but I think. I mean, I'm just. <laughs> he has no it, it doesn't look features. feminine. I'm just saying it looks like it's yeah. scary, kind of. Yeah, yeah. it looks heavy. 
it has no features. So okay. there's going to be a couple of these, I believe, and they're going to be with the Maleficent steampunk dragon. And Prince Philip's going to be out along the street fighting uh, the cool. thorn creatures and the ravens to try oh, to wow. slay Maleficent with the dragon. And the raven's the face, like the mask or whatever that is, looks so cool. One of the coolest moments in that uh, <laughs> event that we were at yesterday was when the raven all of a sudden just spread his wingspan out to 12 feet. And it was we weren't expecting that because he was all hunched over. Kind of like but that's yeah. not the raven there, is it? Just, no, that's me. No, the no that's the, uh, in the picture. Oh, no. You need to stop focusing so much on the pictures. Okay. Well, speak oh, he themselves. speaks. Okay. <laughs> um, so I trying to get a visual here. They, they, they've created some really cool costumes with all these moving parts. Um, it's really cool. One of the other ones they have is this uh, lionfish from the from the Little Mermaid mm-hmm. uh, that also has quite an impressive uh, wingspan, this orange It looks so here. fun. The whole thing just looks fun and Yeah, playful. the craziest thing about this lady was she had, like, yellow eyelashes, like yellow fake eyelashes. Oh, so they, like, yeah. really went all out. Yeah. And for those of you who are listening, we will have uh, photos of this on our uh, show notes page, you know, and uh, you can also uh, check out Sean's uh, blog that he did uh, yesterday on the Diz blog, and um, that's blog.wdwinfo.com. And, of course, you can check out uh, YouTube and see the video that we did as well um, for all this uh, great Festival of, uh, Festival of Fantasy fashion show stuff. Is there anything else uh, we want to mention? Anything that else that stood out to you um, from yesterday? I don't think so. I think just uh, you should just definitely go check out the pictures because there's so many uh, different characters. Like, every costume right. was unique. Um, there's the seahorse guy from The Little Mermaid with the two swinging things you priced on the video. And it's just, I don't know, it was just great. I'm excited for this parade. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And... Um, Sometime in the middle of March, they're hoping. The rumor is March 16th, so yeah. I don't know how much. Maybe it'll do soft opening or something. But right. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, thank you, Sean. And um, that is going to do it for our uh, episode here today. Uh, we want you to stick around for our next uh, segment if you're watching live, and that's going to be uh, Kevin and John's review of the Rainforest Cafe over at Downtown Disney. But until then, we hope you have a wonderful week, and we thank you very much for listening and watching this episode of The Diz Unplugged. Have a great week, everyone.